Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Whistle, episode 9, gets into double digits soon for this season. I'm joined by my ATW co-host, KO. Hey. Hey, and we have two gentlemen joining us in the building today. What's the last time we had two guests, man? It's been a while. It's been a while, but hey. It's been a while. Let's have fun with it. Are uh, we going to let them introduce themselves and put them on the spot, their favorite football team? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what their allegiance and bias. <laughs> their bias. We'll quickly uh, judge you. Yeah, we'll take judge you. Uh, to my left, Kafu. Kafu, your favorite team. <laughs> Manchester United. Okay, there we go. Yeah, right. <laughs> my right, um, Anakwa. Favorite team. Atletico Madrid. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a Premier League versus La Liga. Uh, I think it was a graphic that says La Liga strikers are scoring more in the World Cup. So not, I think the players from La Liga because. Shut on them are scoring, so La Liga is winning versus the Premier League. Uh, well, La Liga, well, La Liga, La Liga teams have won the Champions League. Yeah, because it got Costa back. Like La Liga has gotten it. Yeah, yeah, Ronaldo, yeah, Messi. I think, <laughs> I think the argument is, you know, shifted in their favor. I mean, I really don't know what the Premier League is doing. Was a hashtag or competition, right? Uh, That's what the Premier League has going for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, like we mentioned last week. We are very last episode, so we are very much in World Cup mode. It's hard to escape, so that's going to be the bulk of our episode. This uh, for this, the bulk of our discussion for this episode. So jumping right in, we're going to talk about VAR. It's something that has dominated World Cup. It's been trialed. I mean, various leagues have had various trials. The the smaller ones, uh, the Dutch league has had it for a while. The French league, I think La Liga is going to have it this coming season. But World Cup is the biggest stage that we've seen. It's full implementation. Uh, so, quick comments around. How do you guys liking it, not liking it? Who wants to go? Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very, very important that, you know, dubious calls are, <laughs> you know, not missed. And we saw clearly a team who benefited <laughs> the most, you know, uh, I think that was South Korea. Because the, the, uh, they, used, they used that to actually kick Germany out. We're seeing that from the last World Cup. I think two World Cups ago when England was denied a goal mm-hmm. when they played Germany. So, you know, it's actually karma. Actually, you know, <laughs> it came around full circle to actually kick them out because, you know, they claimed that England didn't score a goal and such and such. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with the implementation so far. Uh, the timing and when to use it and all, I think it's still up for debate. So, you know, I'll leave the rest the guys actually talk about it. So, you are more positive towards VAR? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more towards it. Okay. Uh, Kafuye, who wants to go Yeah, first? I think, I think um, it's been used well. I okay. think that um, any issues that have come up have been kind of the referees making bad decisions because, um, you know, the assistants upstairs look at things and can let a referee know what they see, but ultimately the referee deciding to make a decision. And yeah. So that human error despite the technology is still it's still there it's still in place um and you know there are a couple of games where i felt like there are some implicit bias that came out <laughs> i think the, the nigeria game for instance where there are a couple of calls that you know look suspect looked a little suspect <laughs> but, are you talking uh, about the rule header no the, i think the defender headed the header ball, right like right. Well, one where he hit his, his there's some things yeah. where vr can't fix huh you know so um yeah it's 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 at the end of the day, the human beings will do what they do, and that human error is kind of central to the game. So okay, so we have two in favor of VAR. <laughs> it's three now. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I actually, do agree with what they've said. Yeah, um, the VAR, in principle, it does work, but obviously the 
some issues with it. but once they're trying to get all the decisions right I think I, it works for me it works for me there's still issues but okay. hopefully over time they can work on those you can work on it. Um, yeah I think it removes some errors it's still down to the referee mm-hmm. football is kind of weird in that there's still always going to be it's a, some rules something that very subjective right like a referee has to see a call and decide do I think that's strong enough for a penalty like VR is never going to eliminate that because yeah. we could watch and be like that's a strong penalty but it depends on the ref in the game if he feels like that's strong enough to go one way or the other so yeah. at least VR is eliminating the the plain like you said dubious call <laughs> that's working but then there's still I think football still has all this question mark decisions that are left to referees that still needs to be sorted out but by and large I'm okay with VR, yeah. But uh, do, you, do you think that um, technology should be improved so that they will yes. cut out the human yes. from it? My perfect game would probably be like FIFA where there's some <laughs> AI robot just officiating. <laughs> maybe all the... All even, th- even that one, FIFA gets it wrong. I no, mean, they are no, so... Or maybe all the players are wearing some sort of, like, I don't know, biotech that can tell if you've been injured or if there's a physical impact. You know, like, measure pain. Like, I don't know, measure impact. Like, that's my perfect game right there. It should be from the cameras. <laughs> it should be from the cameras. So that they, once they see that, you know, a player falls... But that means Neymar will always be getting dubious. That's what I mean, that like, it should be measured. Like, it should be, like, some body impact. Like, but you, have you seen... Like, what, what game was it? What is the Tunisia game? Or, no. Switzerland. Yeah. Switzerland. There was some... T- uh, a tackle right on the uh, on the line. The guy rolled from here all the way to Timbuktu. <laughs> people people have different pain thresholds, I guess. <laughs> the, the pain should move you, huh? Yeah, pain should move you. Right. Speaking of Neymar, too, actually, I thought that the presence of VAR will shame some of these players from diving so much. Yeah. But Neymar didn't get the memo. No, I, no, I think it hasn't hasn't been a very you know heated sort of thing. It's just been like the do something a little like bit a free kick foul, like Betty, yeah, yeah. But you know. Let's see, the, the tournament is getting really hot. Now, can we talk about how exciting, you know, the World Cup has been? Because I think we talked about it. We weren't really hyped. Yeah. But then, you know, two weeks later, here we are, you know, still living uh, Ronaldo's masterclass. Uh, you know, Germany's horrendous, horrendous exits. You know, England thrashing Panama. I mean, every single game has at least two or three talking points, which we could form, but... You know, we don't have time for that. But at least I just want to, you know, retract my statement saying that I didn't think that the World Cup would be hyped. Then, See, know. if you're going to retract statement from the last episode, Charlie, the bunch. Germany, for example, like I'm, this. No, no, I mean, my two teams are still in. My two teams are, my two teams well, are still in, France and Belgium. Good so, for you. I think, yeah. it was, I think I just went all Germany. That was a stupid decision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but a quick, uh, BBC published something this morning. It was kind of interesting. Uh, they're saying, well, VAR has checked a total of 355 incidents during the group stage of the World Cup. Refs call 95 for the incidents correctly without VAR. But the system has improved that success rate to 99.3. Very high percentage. So, again, these are decisions that are more or less clear-cut. Things like penalties are still subjects because in the FIFA rules book, it's still very much the ref. But VAR is improving the game. Like, the bad calls... The obviously bad calls are getting eliminated. So if you're against VAR, <laughs> I mean, yeah. The calls people say that it slows down the game and all of that. I don't know. Maybe watching other sports taints my perception of it, but I'm okay with timeouts. I, in fact, I think each team should have like one or two timeouts. Like, are you American? Calls. Are you American? <laughs> say again? That's a very American thing. No, no, no. I mean, it is bad. So that if, let's say, Argentina a game and you feel like this call should be reviewed and the ref doesn't want to, 
you can request a VR review. But each team has one. Like sort of challenge. Exactly. Like Challenger, yeah. So each team has one. Make it fair. Well, that's an American thing to do. So, you know, I, I don't know how Europeans and the rest of the world, you know, would, you know. But it's yeah. sort of in other sports as well. So not just American. Just, I think yeah. well, rugby has something similar. Cricket yeah, as well. even tennis has. Cricket a, has a review thing. Yeah, yeah tennis has like review. a eagle, like what they call their system. Football is really old when it comes to technology. Like, <laughs> see fashion. how long we fought for like goal line technology with the freaking ball. Everybody was complaining about it's going to make the ball. In, but see, if you go back and read it, I guess people had about a chip in the ball. They made it seem like. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be that big a deal. Okay, more technology to football then. <laughs> I mean, oh. we, we did we did catch Maradona doing some very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, having the time of his life. Dude, if there's anybody enjoying World Cup on that Maradona, I want to know who that person, that person is. Because he was like the highlight of the game for me. Wow, the game wait, was wait, sort of words, bro. The game was sort of well said, well said. Uh, <laughs> There should be like a Maradona camp where it's just <laughs> just see what he's doing. And I, I think he's even left because uh, FIFA was paying him 10000 10, 10, a match. To just show up? Yeah. Pounds, wow. not dollars. <laughs> so why don't we walk up legends? <laughs> <laughs> Appearance fees, man. Oh, father. 10000 <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, but going back to what K.O. said earlier, for one, I didn't think Russia was going to be a fun walk up. Like, every goal has either been a golazo, some spectacular free kick. Like, it's just every game. I, I don't think there's been a bad game so far. Well, which one? What? Wasn't that bad? Was Look, it? I think there's only been one nil-nil yeah. game, right? And you, the rest of them... I mean, there were a couple, like Iran, Saudi Arabia, but then I guess I, I gave the quality of the team. But they, I feel like they put in an effort, mm-hmm. so they came to play. So what has been your most memorable match? I think it has been Spain Portugal, man. I mean, other games have come close. I mean, we have Germany, Sweden, yeah, bro. The Germany, Sweden nah. game was... I feel like, to me, the conversation after that Ronaldo, the hype, everybody just messy the goods and then the pressure on him. I think everything just kind of like, that's the moment that got everybody interested in the World Cup because it was like, yo, these guys have played, Ronaldo is taking claim, Messi flops, and then all the narratives started building from there for me. I'm not saying it's the best game, okay, but that was the game that got me saying, okay, I'm going to watch every game in the World Cup. Prior to then, I was trying to pick and choose favorite teams to go with. Uh, what about you guys? Favorite game so far? I think Iran and Spain. Ah. Yeah. Why? Because, because, you know, you have a team that is so obviously supposed to be dominant and a team that, like, no one gives a chance. And they kind of push them. Yeah. Okay, so the whole Spain, underdog. Okay. I mean, the champ, the supposed better, or, you know, favorites, you know, are not really living up to the, the tag this year. I mean, Spain has conceded at least every single game in the group stage, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and heading into the round of uh, 16, you know, you can almost think that probably, you know, they could go out pretty early, you know. And, uh, I mean, the, the defense is just shambolic, you know. The hair has no performance in the levels which you expect it to be. I mean, he's doing his best for United fans to make sure that he stays in the league. We will still defend him, though. Hey, Dave saves like that. You know, and I mean... We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Germany and all that. Uh, England seems to believe like it's coming home. God, every freaking year. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the supposed, you know, better teams are not really, you know, living up to the height. Like you said, in the Iran game, you know, it was at least like 
eight versus you know five or something in defense versus attacking but they were so well disciplined you know like everyone is playing football in this world cup like i don't know whether it's from the club level which has now translated to the national teams and such but you know, I don't know if Maradona is running from one end to the other nah, and scoring nah, a goal. The, 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 yeah. quality, the quality is there. And people have, you know, uh, they are more appreciative about defensive football. Yeah. So, Positioning, tracking and, back. Yeah, yeah, you know, and working as a team, a collective, that whole thing. As opposed to, we are looking to this one player to, you know, uh, deliver the best Argentina. <laughs> I mean, when, when you even look at Saudi Arabia, yeah. Saudi Arabia, the way they played, it was like a poor man's tiki taka, right? <laughs> they were they were playing the ball, like passing it around, circulating the ball. They were trying by force to, by pass, skill, to yeah. pass the ball from the back. Yeah. They didn't have any. They didn't come anywhere near the opponent's like penalty area. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, you know. But it's like you were, you were like, wow, these guys are playing, playing the game, yeah. right? Like they're passing, they're positioning, their movement, everything is disciplined. It's like no one, no one has showed up, maybe except for. Nigeria. We didn't know how to play. Uh, we didn't know how to actually uh, play. I mean, I was hoping we knew talk about the African team, but yeah. <laughs> it's, what, 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 what can we really say about Africa uh, this time around? Because, you know, it's, it's shameful that no one single team made the round of 16. It's shameful that Ghana even qualified, to be honest. I mean, we, we have our own problems. Yeah, yes, but, but there's so many problems. Yeah. So many problems. But I think all around, the quality in the lesser teams has improved. So that's and why they've been the, we've enjoyed the World Cup so much because for me my standout game was the Germany Sweden game because it was I wouldn't say end to end stuff but you could see both teams had a specific way they were playing and Sweden did have a game plan for the Germans and exposed them badly Mexico had a game plan for the Germans that that counter attacking football football which they played you know I mean Germany was so dominant yes uh, you you they 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 press forward they control the midfield but i don't know what it is that you know they just could not you know take the game by the scruff of the neck and you know try and punish them whilst they were sitting too deep you know but mexico you know came out flying mm-hmm. you know uh heaven lozano has just been a revelation i mean they've his name has been flouted in europe this, these past couple seasons but then you know what a way to actually introduce yourself the big yeah. you know against the world champions you know noya noya we've we've were all expecting the mistake you <laughs> know of that proportion because he believes himself to be a midfielder for whatever he reason he believes himself <laughs> but then you know in that fashion against south korea and credit to even the south korea goalkeeper because i think uh, according to beauty report he is the top rated goalkeeper in this tournament yeah, I think apparently his league, he, he made a comment about he's so good at saving because the defense in front of him is kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I mean, he knows he has to go back to the club. <laughs> but, you, you know, uh, an experienced goalkeeper such as himself, you know, even if you want to help out, I mean, only come around uh, for set pieces and such. No wilds, I mean, the game is in play. But to be fair, it was a Hail Mary move, right? Like, Get everybody up front. It was all or nothing. And it you, really was nothing. Your name is Mary Manuel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And you are the captain for goodness' sake. I mean, all of you you only limited by what you could do. And I don't feel like he could have added uh, to that to that game uh, plan by coming all the way forward and to lose the possession in the way that he did. Extra man. <laughs> no, 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 no. And again, he's good with his feet, so. That's what Pep that's what Pep wants to believe, you know. So uh, oh man, Germany. Oh, I think but, the Germans 
most of the big players didn't step up. Like no, Marco came Mola to play. Was in. Marco came to play. Royce. Royce came to play. No. When he started, when he started, he started only two games. Started and he was only limited by what he was. For. And even Ozil created the most chances in a single game, I believe. But they couldn't put them away. Yeah, I mean they they have issues with defense all the way to center forward because they've never had a clear out and out striker. Which again, coming in, it didn't look like that was Germany's problem. Like it was a complete team. Mm-hmm. Even from you know, like yeah, Germany, like they were the foregone conclusion, going to get to the semi-final somehow. It's just so strange that now it's looking like they have problems everywhere. Even Neuer is looking suspect, which you know we wouldn't have case. even tried to yeah. uh, break down like this. But you know, uh, Neuer, I think if it was any other keeper, they wouldn't have risked him. But because it's Neuer, yeah. after coming back from such an injury, you wouldn't take him to the Walker but because he's Manuel Neuer. That was like when the South Korean scored that second goal. It was like he tried to catch this, <laughs> and he did. <laughs> oh man! Um, but African teams, I mean, we do kind of have to spend some time on them, in as much as we don't want to. Uh, Nigeria came with a fashion match, Ali. Who was the best performing Senegal? No, because they re- they they brought up hope and they brought mm-hmm. God damn it! <laughs> no, but I'm, 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 t- I'm talking about points accumulated. Senegal got at least four. Yeah, four. but yeah. are we really going to use that as a metric? I mean, that, that's the metric which we have right now. Because, you know, I mean, I said that Argentina-Nigeria game, but Moses was the weak link. Even if he scored that penalty, it, you should have seen his positioning the whole game through. It was very, was very suspect. And he, I don't want to say he allowed Rojo to, you know, take the shot. But yeah. then, if he had closed down, if you see his positioning that particular game, he could have easily closed down him at least prevented the shot or worried Rojo a little bit. So at least thrown him off his game. But then it was a, a clear, you know, free run and goal. Yeah, you I know? think it was that classic. He's a defender. He's only doing something with the ball. <laughs> Let me just leave him. He's there some. Like, just, just ignore him. So I was actually shocked to see Rojo. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't he do this more of it for United? I almost felt like that. The problem came before that incident, though, because N- Nigeria had the momentum and kind of just were sitting with it. Mm-hmm. And so, because they were not actively doing anything with it, the, the ball kept on coming back. And then you have Argentina sub on, you know, a, a bunch of strikers to come for the kill. And, yeah. you know, these guys are still kind of sitting, sitting back, like keeping the ball in their own half. Yeah, it was just. It, it, you sh- it should sort of run through that, you know, we are on the verge of, you know, qualifying and going to the next round. Yes. We are going to beat arguably one of the fav- uh, one of the favorites in the competition yeah. against, you know, one of the greatest players of all time. You know, still up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, that energy and that enthusiasm wasn't really there. At all. You know, and even the 19-year-old goalkeeper tried as much as possible to, you know... <laughs> to keep them in the game but then uh, f- the defenders should have been more compact I mean there was so much in terms of space you know that allowed Rojo to run into you know the def- even if they were dropping in deep they should have been man marking the hell out of like the ball should hit someone right yeah you know like it, you should have seen it you should have even, and we even go to Senegal right now <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> the goal which they considered at that set piece, if you see what the player was doing by the post, that but, is the visual definition no. of I cannot come and kill myself. <laughs> no, I get that, but there's like there are zones to it. He's on the line, the keeper's in the middle. So even him trying to 
He did nothing. He was really waiting for a bus or something <laughs> to come and pick him up because clearly he, he didn't come chilling. to play. No, he, he clearly did not come to play. You're playing against a team and they have one guy who is 6'5 and there's a corner kick. What is your, what should yeah. be your first thought? Like, hey, let me stand. You, you know, like, let me watch Step what to this guy. I mean, he, look. Oh. This isn't his visual, so you can't see. He had his hands on his waist. Legs <laughs> crossed. I really don't know what he was thinking. It was conserving energy for some sprint. <laughs> <laughs> it was waiting on that counter. You know, the North African teams, uh, I mean, Egypt, you can sort of understand. Not really. <laughs> you can't. No, 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 no. Tunisia, Tunisia actually tried to. Yeah, but they didn't play. have I mean, the players. Yeah, they didn't have the players. I mean, if your forward is what, uh, Al-Khazri. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know he plays for someone. Yeah, he's still with them, or yeah, he's still interesting. Oh, he's a random. I think yeah, he left after they got yeah. relegated. So <laughs> if that's your striker, who he's been played as a number ten, you know, uh, you're not really gonna get the amount of goals. I'm about to seems to have lost the pace a little bit. He actually was one of my favorite players um, of what we've watched so okay. far. Like against. Um, who does Guerrero play for Portugal? Yeah. He bullied that poor boy. <laughs> like, he would just, like, take He's the back. ball and just, like, run. <laughs> That's He's interesting. Pushing him, pushing, him, pushing him back. So, Amrabat was one of my, you know, I feel like putting him on the better performance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Egypt, man. I know we said Salah was injured, but really, they should have been able to do more. Because there's still <laughs> other players, right? They still other it felt like the game plan was just The game Salah. plan was Salah, but... And he wasn't, I mean... See the system which... Liverpool use him in, right? Retrieve the ball and then, you know, just float it towards. Liverpool still have other attackers that, you know, merit attention that people also have to focus. It's not as if Salah is just there creating chance and space by no, himself. Salah doesn't create chance, but then he makes the runs which will enable, you know, the midfielders to sort of spot him out and then quickly release the ball to him. That is Liverpool's game plan. Quickly release it to the forwards and then, you know, let them see what they're about to do. But um, Egypt seemed to play a different way. Where they hope that you know he will cut in from the right and then the same for the <laughs> <play, laughs> right? Right. You can't expect them because it's something like they have their two yeah, yeah. let's switch it up. There's no Firmino, there's no yeah. Henderson, no the way we're going. Yeah, no I mean, granted, you want to make him your star player. You want to make him your star player, you want to make him your star player, but then you know, play the ball your way. Yeah. You know, and then so and sort of say that okay, fine, you can come in and come and do this. Make him seem like you know you're the outsider who you know, we'll sort of take us far. But then, you know, we really play this way and we hope that you'll be able to adapt and then come in and come and do something. I mean, uh, teams who f- focus solely on, you know, one player uh, tend to sort of lose the quality which they can actually exhibit. Portugal has actually learned that the hard way and actually won a trophy from that because as much as they depend on Ronaldo, you know, they sort of play... Yeah, it's still very much a team still, in terms of like their defensive organization. Like Portugal acts as this one solid block of a unit. Yes. Whereas yeah. you know uh, Argentina is like, okay, fine, we'll drop Messi in the middle of the line, you know, sort of hope that he produces a killer pass or something like that, so that somebody will come and finish it. You're you're making him your game plan, and then everyone will be able to, you know, sort of mark him up, and then you know, sort of throw him out of the game. But even that game plan, even if he is the central point and everyone else is focusing on him, that should make it easier for the other players 
around them for function. I didn't say I don't get it, man. <laughs> I, I really don't understand. Who, who, who's going to function? If they're going to, I mean, no, no. <laughs> Argentina has. You're talking like they're Saudi Arabia. No, 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 no. Come on, they have I mean, the, the like first, everybody the first, else. No, they, the first game, they did not play any of the uh, the these players that you're talking about. They only played Pavon and. I'm gonna play the first game. I'm gonna play the first like game. He can't do anything. Do like Premier League Stri- elite striker at number t- at number. Uh, he's a CF. Like he's only going to be up there. He's not going to be dropping. He's not. I think you're about Argentina's lack of goals, though. <laughs> <laughs> Something a CF could properly address. But if you are constantly marking Messi, what do you expect? Uh, I'm going to, to do receive? make a run and score. But you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. That's too. That's too hard. <laughs> Our demands are unreasonable. How's he going to receive the ball? How's he going to receive the ball? There's so much space if everyone is focused on Messi. Messi, they're always giving the ball to Messi. So there are other players who can pass, so are you telling me they can't make a simple pass? Listen, Banega was right next to him. Banega was right next to him in the first game. They didn't score as much. When Messi was shifted out to the right in, uh, in the Nigeria game, the midfield was more compact. Mascherano, Banega, and I've forgotten who else was right next to him. But then, you know, they freed up Messi to be able to do what he could do up front. You know, Balenga was able to spot him, play that pass, go for Messi. Not go. You know, and you know, once they were chasing the game, then Messi would drop deep and then leave the uh, higher, the more height inclined uh, players up front, so that to be able to either receive a ball from across or you know a killer pass or something like that. You know, football isn't one way. But then, if you make, if you make everyone know that you're going to play one way through one player, who is also as much, as great as he is, is also very limited because he is still one person, you know. So, uh, hopefully, Africa will be able to learn to play as a collective unit. Senegal actually, you know, impressed me the first two games, but then Japan they should have killed them off. The game that mattered. I mean, you work to give yourself a chance, and then they just let themselves down, which was quite disappointing because at that time. I was believing in like, African countries, man. In, in the last game, what surprised me was that they didn't seem like they were hungry. For yeah, which is weird. Like this is the, this is the one. Know, actually, actually, matter. It wasn't as if you were good either way. Yeah, you it still was, needed the results. It was only after uh, Colombia scored that they kind of sort of woke up, and it was like, well, if you had <laughs> 18 minutes to do this and you didn't, then. <laughs> Why do you think in the last 10 minutes you were... Yeah, as much trouble as we have in our football association, I actually believe, like, God, I would have, you know. Because, no, we would have had we would have had Egypt sports if we qualified. Yeah, that would have been a nice group. You know, that would have been revenge against Suarez. No, who, who wouldn't be up for that match? Who, who wouldn't have been up for that match? <sighs> and all of our players, because even in qualification... They really didn't seem like they cared. Sure. So how I much mean, more? As much as in which we were there, we didn't make it through qualification. Mm-hmm. So, which says something. Yeah. This says something. But oh, World Cup is going to get expanded soon. So even we. It's not for us. It's not for us. If they miss teams like Italy and uh, the Netherlands, you know. No, but they expanded it. I know they expanded, yeah. but like they didn't, they didn't really have us in mind. It's only f- to make sure that. Still got entry. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll take it like that. Like, it's like when the club stop charging gates when they open like after 2 a.m. It's like everybody charging. <laughs> <laughs> everybody just gets into the club, but it doesn't matter when you came through. Alright, um, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to After the Whistle on your favorite podcast manager. So that's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, essentially wherever you listen to your podcast on. You can follow us on Twitter, GCRATW, and Instagram, Facebook, The Gold Coast Report. I uh, was just gonna do quick rounds up. 
quick roundup like sports news and then we're going to end the episode uh for the NBA fans out there this is very much the more exciting part of the season i guess because Charlie with the way the Golden State Warriors are playing the finals are a foregone conclusion everybody knew they're going to win so it was mere formalities like how many games could LeBron possibly lead the Cavs against them now the guy LeBron has to well, he has to decide his future. He opted out, meaning that he's going to be signing for a new team or staying with the Cavs. Hey, or staying, yeah, staying with the Cavs. So that's something to pay attention to. Then there's Kawhi, who is still not talking to his coach Pop on the Spurs for whatever reason. They've tried to meet face to face, but then both teams are playing this war of words in the media where they're all leaking information to their sources saying Kawhi or what? Kawhi is injured. The Spurs will only receive this amount of picks from the Lakers, and then suddenly you'll be like, no, actually, Kawhi doesn't want to do this. So, like, nobody is saying anything definitively, but there's this tweets and everything going on. And then you have Paul George, who is producing the documentary, which Griezmann did that shit. <laughs> Even Fellaini wanted to release some sort of... Like, I don't know... The, all the chapters... Did they get paid? Did they get paid please, for please, views? Please don't mention Fellaini. In, like, I don't get why... Athletes want to do videos now, but Paul George is doing, like, a three-part documentary where the first two talked about how the first one was how he wanted he grew up in LA how he wanted to be a Laker the second one was about how OKC took a chance on him after his injury at the Pacers and how he enjoys playing with Russ and how his struggle is he wants to win a championship but he feels he has unfinished business and everybody's reading that as I guess he's staying at OKC but then the third documentary is going to be after he makes the decision so yeah <laughs> so when is all this due um from now till the end of uh, free agency, there's going to be a whole lot of news going around. Hopefully, we thought by Friday everything will have been settled, but then Spurs and Lakers are playing hardball. Like, it's just interesting watching off-season, off-season moves. But what about the draft review? Yeah, nobody cares about the draft. I mean, <laughs> no, we do care. Uh, some players, the Mavs probably, yeah, Dallas Mavericks, they won the draft kind of because they traded up for that Doncic. Okay. It's kind of weird that American teams don't rate European players who play in European leagues. Because this kid Doncic went there when he was 16, played in Spain. And the guy has won every elite. He's played with men. But then he was picked fourth because they preferred American college kids who just had one year under their belt. But this guy has played against men, has won, has been named MVP, and has played in the FIBA International Championship against NBA players in the NBA. And he kicked ass. But he went fourth. So... Maybe the teams that pass on him will pay for it. Uh, but Keo, uh, there's been some football transfer news uh, and stuff as well. Yeah, um, Syria seems to be a good place to actually look this past week. Uh, <laughs> Not for AC Milan and the Abando. Those guys came with a bang and then Charlie. Just fell off real quick. All the hype. Um, All the hype. to Inter, very interesting. Uh, I mean, Chelsea, Chelsea was looking at him, but then clearly... Feel like he has some business in Italy, which he wants to yeah, finish. I think the coach at Inter too is also quite close to him, so you know he. I think that was a draw there. So it's Conte still at Chelsea because I feel like. <laughs> I mean, the Premier League. It sounds like it's all about gone, but the guy is still very much keeps dragging on and on. The guy is like still very moment, much. They say Sarri is agreed. Conte yeah. is still in position. It's just. Chelsea has not sorted out coaching issues. Even exactly. Arsenal, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll move to Premier League pretty soon. But actually, Balotelli is looking uh move back to Italy. We're going to Napoli. Uh, the least manager has left. So, you know, probably he, felt, he feels like the next person coming in, you know, uh, 
won't be won't be somebody who'll be able to relate with. So you think we're gonna see a redemption arc for Malo? I mean, he's played well in like, Liga. And yeah, but, he's calmed down. He still has time. He's but, still, but Liga is Liga, so you know, hopefully. But his quality is undoubted, though. So he could still perform in the same. Yeah, yeah, Napoli. And I think he's called back for Italy again, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Juve is just signing their ten usual players <laughs> <laughs> in the C- in the transfer market. And even uh, this Russian kid who performed really good on the f- on the first day, Galvin. So uh-huh. Juve is also looking he at him. At him. Okay. Yeah, and also uh, if we even go back to Premier League, uh, Keita has completed his move. Dude, that does <laughs> doesn't count. Don't know that move. Yeah, but then they've Boys. done the whole introductory video and all that. Um, United have done Fred and We didn't talk about this last time. No, we didn't. Chelsea is just looking very shambolic at you know at the moment, but you know hopefully they'll be able to sort out the issue. Yeah. Arsenal have their manager, have their goalkeeper, have a defender, and have a defender. Look at them making. <laughs> They also picked up uh, Torreira, the Uruguayan. No, has that been completed? Uh, I, I, no. Okay. It haven't been completed yet. But, you know, it's still ongoing. Arsenal moving like Chelsea, man. <laughs> so the precision. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're very much in World Cup mode, but, you know, let's talk about the possibility next season. And, you know, because City, they've been trying to sign Jorginho. We've been waiting for the confirmation, but it's just not coming. So I feel like the longer that it stretches out, I know we're still very much in World Cup mode, but the longer it stretches out, Probably they might miss the target, and what? And then Arsenal will be first. No, Arsenal will be first, but then they they might not sign. They might not end up not signing anybody, and end up. Dude, doing... I think the squad they have is still still very much. Yeah, they yeah, have so... players coming back from injury. Like they're good. I mean, I'm so not shedding a tear for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but the next season looks to be shaping up really good because the possibility of a revamped Arsenal. You know, more focused, <laughs> more focused United, a symbolic Chelsea. Uh, you know, it, it looks, it looks, it looks to be pretty interesting. And probably City could just run away with the league again, but you know, Arsenal could, you know, actually surprise. Hey, don't forget a highly paid Kane, man. Yeah. <laughs> We've even forgotten. I mean, I'm not all, I'm not, I'm not on the Poch brigade, but then, you know, this could be the season where you know everything sort of clicks and. You know, they actually We've been saying that for so long. We have been saying that for so long. But you know, so Kane is coming off a very good World Cup. And you know, uh probably this could be the idea. I mean let we'll we we'll, we'll, we'll only talk about this until the season starts. Mm-hmm. This could be everyone's year. And there are also uh rumors about the Are you brothers angling for a move out of the championship. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Our brothers, our brothers, please, our brothers. Oh man. You know. Uh, it did, it just didn't work out. I mean, Jordan played some some very good football at the latter part of the season. Unfortunately, it was it wasn't enough to keep Swansea up. Did I they, really don't just... I really don't know why did they moved from West Ham. I really don't know why. Probably they felt like you know what he did in the first season could you know sort of spark. Uh, Didn't really see escape. how he was playing this season, but man. <sighs> Well, I mean that that's that's as far as you know news goes and uh, uh, club football level because we're very much in World Cup mode. Fellaini resigned. I mean that's not news. <laughs> we 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 don't want to discuss that. Yeah. We don't want so, <laughs> <laughs> so so much. So so much. 
before before we end, I feel like we should tempt fate and you know try to give predictions. Now that we've seen what the round of sixteen looks like, anybody feel brave enough to determine who the eventual winners are going to be? I mean, we've all seen them play their group their group games. Um, I, I'm 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 gonna go ahead right now because you know this is happening right now. But yeah, Francis is knocking Argentina out and will go all the way to the final. Okay, and might meet England. Might meet England, dude. I think they would. Oh, I mean, we'll see. Okay, so you're going with France. Yeah, I'm going with France. Okay, so Kyle has France. Help <laughs> me. This is the top one. <laughs> this really is a hard one. Um, you, wow. could, you could just say England and be done with it. No, <laughs> definitely not England. I, I don't think I'd be able to take the tabloids and everything bringing up England. Probably, wow, Belgium. Mm, okay. Belgium, I think I was skeptical chance. about them last time, but mm. they've come good. But then, yeah, that, that Belgium England game was just <laughs> like everybody was hyped about how to lose the game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, credit credit to uh, Adnan. Yeah, he wanted to not lose yet. I'm I'm starting to believe that you know uh, Rashford. No, no, no. Rash, Rashford might need like a season away from United to actually perfect his game because you know just, the runs isn't doing it. Like he needs to add a bit more. You know, set pieces too. He has to practice a whole lot. Uh, he wants he wants to be the go-to guy, but then to be the go-to guy, too, you have to get games under your belt. I mean, I thought that he could stay at United and you know just sort of prove the manager wrong, prove fans wrong, and actually come and deliver the goods, but. Is from the Belgium game, he had the opportunity. I'm not judging him based off of the one game alone, but you know, if he can't do it or even show glimpses of it, because he, he started full 19 the glimpses, he's shown glimpses, but he's just not clinical enough. He doesn't step up consistently. Yeah, so you know, he might he might have to go to a mid-table club and you know where they know that they'll give him the chance to shine week in week out. Yeah, but. Uh, if you say England, you know, maybe so sometimes uh, Harry Kane could get hurt. The guy is saying that nah, he doesn't want. <laughs> <laughs> he can't force. He can't force. He can't force it on him. Uh, uh, what about you, Uncle? Do you have like a team? I, I'm I'm thinking about Belgium right now, actually, and I think it's uh, amazing. They're they playing uh, kind of uh, three four three, mm-hmm. and it's just fantastic because they can fit Carrasco in there and then they have uh, Munier yeah so they can kind of have one who's more back and one who's, who's more, more from there. And, yeah and so it's like their players fit the system it, it works great they have solid defenders I think that if they can have it together mentally they can go very far because it's not just the threat of Lukaku it's like De Bruyne is, is Mertens it's, it's like, Hazard it's Hazard it's just you know everyone can kind of I will say I mean I'm, I'm not the biggest Martinez fan right but maybe he is more suited for a tournament style where he doesn't necessarily have to focus on like building the team's organization and defense, right? Because I feel like when it comes to attacking, like he's pretty good at that. The problem with him, I feel, has always been you give him like two, three seasons, your defense is going to shit. Yeah. And with Belgium, maybe they also do have very experienced defenders that probably don't need that much coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I still don't trust Martinez and trash. <laughs> <laughs> Even as I try to convince I myself. Actually, I actually wish, you know, De Bruyne would get on the ball a bit more. Because um, I think the the pivots that he plays right now is either Dembele, Witzel, you know, in the big in the first two games, I think that was the pivot. And uh, you know, as much as you have an attacking threat in uh, Mertens, Hazard, and Lukaku, yeah, you know, 
it would be more suited if he had like a very defensive midfield to be able to uh, pick the ball and then release the side. Like Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> and and I understand that you know uh, for the majority of the season uh, De Bruyne was played at that central midfield role and so you know he's probably been coached as to how to press and yeah. you know, retrieve ball and, and he's a better passer than probably Vitzel. But you know it, it could cost them. That's that's what I'm very wary of. You know, so hopefully you know they won't be you know uh, cut out of possession in a very crucial match where De Bruyne won't be able to make that run, track back all the way back and then to retrieve the ball so hopefully you know Belgium makes it I'll be the investors investors, (laughs) since my last prediction was clearly off I figured why not just roll the dice and go with Portugal the Ronaldo and his fans legions of fans just have like a field day like lay that claim towards the greatest player ever but if he does win it though I mean I don't mind I don't mind them coming online and making all that noise. I think it's just going to be interesting to see all the salty Messi fans. <laughs> I, mean, I, I always lean towards him more than Messi, but then if he does win it, though. Undisputed. Without Portugal, Portuguese team. All right, guys. <laughs> that uh, would dominate it. That would dominate we have to watch the game. Please make sure to share, subscribe as well. Uh, send your comments, anything, feedback. Let us know what you guys like, didn't like. Uh, any potential topic you want to talk about. And then I think the next time we come on, you're looking at finals. So yeah. hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll see if our matches. Yeah, we'll see whose predictions. Yeah. And those that failed, we'll let them know. <laughs> we'll kick them, we'll kick them off. <laughs> Even Dano here, we'll let them know somehow. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good one. ACW. Dominate the conversation. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to <laughs> <Musa>. <laughs> Neymar, Busquets. Neymar, attack de nuevo el futuro campeón de Liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry. One on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Curry Irving from 